Good morning to you. It's nine minutes to nine. This is James Ross uh, with Money Talk. Uh, let's cross now to Australia uh, to join uh, Diana Messina, a Deputy Chief Economist at AMP Australia with her view from Australia. Uh, good morning, Diana. Good morning, James. Uh, nice to have you on the show uh, once again. Uh, here we are in 2024, uh, the Aussie share market closing at a record high. Um, and, uh, you know, are we optimistic about this year? Uh, what do you think in the, in the coming months? Well, I think in the short term, there could be a little bit more upside, I guess, to potentially shares because Australian shares did underperform major markets, particularly the US last year. So we could see a little bit more upside into early 2024. But then if I think about the outlook for the economy, I do think that it looks much softer this year compared to last. And there are a few reasons for that. I mean, ultimately, it's a result of all those interest rate hikes that we've had in Australia having this lagged impact on the economy. And it's really important to keep in mind that interest rate hikes work faster in Australia because more households are on short-term fixed rates or on variable interest rates. So you can't fix a mortgage for 10, 20 or 30 years in Australia. It's all it's all on short-term lending. And I think that will ultimately see quite a weak picture for consumers in 2024, which I think will, uh, will be the major reason for why we see softer growth in Australia this year. Uh, so, you know, home prices out this week, uh, surprisingly any data is out in, in Australia at the moment. It seems that like the whole country closes down for a month, but there is some <laughs> data out. Uh, well, what, you know, what is that showing? What is it saying about the state of play in the property market? Yeah, the home price figures are actually really important. I think it does give you a good gauge as to the overall state of the economy. And what we've seen over the 2023 year was that home prices surprised to the upside quite significantly. And we actually saw that around the world. But in Australia, it was particularly significant because we had uh, further interest rate hikes, but home prices actually managed to end the year up by about 8.1%. So that more than reversed the fall that we saw in the prior year, which was a fall of about 4.9%. And the main reason for why we've seen such a strong growth in home prices in Australia is that the population figures have been extremely high. The population in Australia increased by about 550,000 people in 2023. And that was a result of very high levels of immigration. And that has led to this housing supply shortage, which has led to high home prices. But what we've been seeing actually over the past month or so is that the pace of home price growth is starting to slow down quite significantly. And I think that this is the the fact that interest rate hikes are starting to hurt consumers with capacity to pay, obviously taking a hit and less demand because consumers are, are worried about very high borrowing costs. So in Sydney and Melbourne, we've actually seen prices fall a little bit in the past few weeks. And I think that in 2024, we're actually going to see home prices fall in Australia. Now, that's not a consensus view, um, but it is our expectation that we'll see about 3 to 5% falls this year led by Sydney and Melbourne. And does that mean that the rental prices will also, you know, be in tandem with that or maybe they go the opposite way? The rental market is still extremely tight in Australia. That that also reflects that tight housing supply story that I was talking about before. It looks like rental growth is has probably reached a peak, especially for new listings, new asking rents. Not necessarily the rents that you see in this in the CPI figures, but if you're just a new um, a new household looking looking for rents, it does look like the pace of growth has slowed, but it is still high. So I think rental growth will be higher than home price growth. 
2024, but I do think it's probably reached a peak. Now, how about next week? You've got some uh, data coming out next week, which could give us uh, some indicators. Well, the major data that comes out next week is the monthly consumer price data for Australia. And Australia has lagged the rest of the world with the inflation uh, figures. Most other parts of the world have seen a faster fall in inflation and Australia hasn't. Now, I'm not too concerned about that because we saw a later peak in inflation in Australia compared to the rest of the world. So I think it's only natural that as we're going down, we're also seeing a slower decline in inflation. Uh, but that should show that in November, uh, headline consumer prices were running at about 4.6%, obviously still well above that 2 to 3% inflation target by a central bank. But it is a, quite a significant fall from the 8% peak in inflation that we had. If that surprises to the upside, I think we could see the chance of a rate hike at the RBA's next meeting in February. But I think that we're actually going to see a surprise to the downside. Now, there's an interesting article out uh, from The Guardian, uh, written by uh, The Guardian's uh, Sydney reporter, Peter Hannum. Um, and uh, it's entitled, Golden Zone, Could Australia's Economy Pull Off a Miracle in 2024? Signs suggest inflation and interest rates may fall considerably without killing growth or employment. The government will be desperately hoping so. <laughs> uh, what do you think about that? Uh, is there going to be a miracle? Well, I sort of feel like that's the type of miracle that every central bank is hoping for right now, that you can raise interest rates sort of with very little implications that you can crush inflation without crushing the economy. It's a pretty hard act to pull off. I guess so far the signs have been pretty optimistic on that front because we've seen very high interest rate rises around the world and the pace of uh, job openings has slowed, but it hasn't completely crushed the economy. We haven't seen the unemployment rate increase significantly. So while I think a lot of people are getting optimistic that maybe we could be uh, set for this period where the economy kind of just muddles through but we don't get a major downturn, I think that there is still a high probability or possibility that we do get a more serious economic shock, that we do get GDP growth weakening quite a lot, potentially a recession. I find it hard to believe that we won't see any more... Oh, I think we've just lost Diana for a, uh, Diana for a second. Are you back with us, Diana? Sorry. I think I, th I think I'm back. Sorry, James. Sorry, you were saying. I think it's very hard not to have major implications from all these interest rate hikes that we've had. History tells us that whenever central banks tighten policy to the extent that we've had in the past few years, there's always more economic implications. I think that there is a big risk that we go through a downturn in 2024. And how's the new uh, RBA governor doing? Uh, are we expecting great things of her uh, in the upcoming months? Well, she's been a lot more hawkish than I think. Oh, we've lost Diana, Diana again. I'm not sure what's going on with the line there. Uh, let's see whether we can get her back. Maybe we can't. Um, unfortunately, Diana, can Hello? you... Hello? Oh, sorry. Yes. Sorry. Yes, sorry, I'm back now. I don't know what's going on. Just very quickly... Um, with the... Hmm. With... With the new RBA governor, she's definitely been a lot more hawkish than expected. Uh, so I think that there is a chance that the RBA hikes interest rates again at its February meeting. I don't think that they should, but they do seem to be adopting a more hawkish stance than I was expecting with the new leadership. Well, we'll watch with interest. Uh, Diana Messina is uh, Deputy Chief Economist at AMP Australia. Thanks.